coming up next, my guest is from San Lucia. Um, I randomly, I, I, I stalked her. That's how I met her, you know, took me 100. Um, she is one, you know, people know I love makeup, right? And actually I'm wearing Showstopper. You can get it at the Glam if you're in Dominica. But she's a makeup artist and I absolutely loved her work. And um, I did a little bit of stalking and I just sent her a message and she responded and she's like, I was all in her DM. You know, girls going girls DMs too, eh? <laughs> And, and she responded and her response was so positive and you know what this show is about it's all about um people telling their story um caribbean people mostly telling their story we'll get a bit of other you know um other ethnicities coming on uh but my main focus is along caribbean people and i think as women we have to um keep elevating each other we have to keep supporting each other we have to keep um sharing our stories so people can know um, can have hope, you know. A lot of times, you know, you want to do certain things, but you're so scared because you're like, "What if I fail? What if?" But I want this show to let you know that, hey, um, I did it, and it's working, or I did it, it didn't work, I moved on, whatever it is, um, and that's what you know, Kako Tea is all about. We bring you tea on people's lives, but. In all that, we hope that you get a message out of it and we hope that we can share um, people's stories and they can inspire you. That's what it is all about. Right, guys? Yes. Um, big up to you, Desmond Abraham. Desmond, where are you locked in from? Oh, my God. Oh, Francisca, really? Francisca said yesterday was her first time listening to this show and she was wow. Thank you, my dear. Make sure you share. Share the link. Uh, Bell Angel is locked in uh bell angel is literally like in the same house with me but you know she <laughs> she's she's here right now and she's locked in uh big up to you guys thanks guys for tuning in and make sure you hit that share button we're going to be talking with uh, latoya lewis she's a celebrity makeup artist out of saint lucia very beautiful woman um uh you know i love my lucian people you know i i i've come across almost every Lucian I've come across in my lifetime we've had a really 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 good relationship and um people know I'm a drifter so you know I, it's hard for me to stay in touch with people but they all know I love them <laughs> they all know I truly love them and I am so glad to have um you know St. Lucia is Dominica's sister island uh, we, we have a lot of things in common. We, we share common language. We share a love for the same similar kind of music, um, the food, you know, our Creole day. We have so much in common. And um, I want, you know, I hope that she can, she can really inspire you today because she is an artist. And a lot of times on my show, you know, I have all of these people who've spent 20 years in university, not flacking nobody for spending 20 years in university, you know, but she is an artist and I see, you know, going home, I, I saw a lot of young makeup artists trying to make it, right? And she's one of those that she's doing it. And I hope that when she tells her story that you can feel, you too can feel that you can do it. For the folks locked in on Facebook, I want to say good afternoon to you. Thank you so very much for joining me here. Those of you who will be eventually locked in on my website, etc., etc. You know, I wanna, I wanna thank you guys. Thank you so very much 
for for choosing to come on your your time taking your time and really coming on and saying hey Jill, i i'm gonna give you my time this sunday i want to hear somebody's story i want to share with that person right um yes she's from san lucia uh people are asking people are coming on it and they're going to be asking questions uh but i'm going to be taking the questions in a little bit when we get her on the show so without no further ado i want to i want to welcome uh, my girl who is she's in the lobby so let me just like bounce off her picture now and bring her on she's in the lobby and she's going to be joining us right here Asking people are coming on me, and they're going to be asking questions. Let me give me a second. Let me just make sure that I turn off so I don't have any feedback coming in. Um, yeah, I'm getting feedback because I, I just started a watch party on Facebook. I'm getting the feedback from that. So let me just switch back and let's welcome on Kakoti for the very first time the lovely Latoya, aka Toya Lewis. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. You all read out your red sunglasses. You want my red mug? My, my red glasses. My cocoa tea. My cocoa tea. My fancy cup. I have like a fancy cup. I love your cup. It's so blinged out. How it blinging so? Yeah, I know. It was actually given to me by one of my um one of my endorsers which is um excellent stores mm -hmm. so these are some of the items i have home from them they do like home goods and you know stuff for the skin baby stuff it's like a a very like a variety store so to speak she said one of her endorsers eh? so she has lots yeah let me tell you she has lots thank you so much oh, from quartz optical endorsing <laughs> i mean i have to promote i have to you know <laughs> Yeah. you're like that's how i get paid that's how i get paid yeah that's <laughs> what's up uh, guys if you're just tuning in um let us know where you're locked in um share with us if it's your first time seeing latoya um hearing any, anything about her we have people from st thomas locked in um all these different folks are coming in if you like to follow um latoya um after the show or during the show you probably want to um Facebook stalk her or Instagram stalk her, you know, or just go on there to see her work. You're probably going to be in St. Lucia. You probably have a wedding in St. Lucia. You probably want to get married in St. Lucia. Or probably she might travel to you. You never know. It depends on how bougie you be, right? You know what I mean? All of her <laughs> handles are in the box. It's either at the top of the, the live or at the bottom. It depends on what you're looking at. So if you're looking on your phone, it'll, it'll be different than if you're looking on the computer. Um, you just uh, click on there and you can follow her um, and, and see her work. She does amazing work. And we're going to get to talk to the lovely Latoya. I want to get straight into, into it, Latoya. Um, I know people call you Toya. Can I call you Toya? Am I allowed to call you Toya? That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Okay. So we're calling her Toya today. Um, Toya, I, I always start my show because I like to get to know my guests and, and, and get to know who they look, who they see themselves as, right? And, and, and that's a question I ask every single guest every single time we start the show. Who is Latoya? Oh, I feel like that's a big question because I have multiple personalities. It's what you get on the day. That's the thing. But in, in essence, I am what you would call 
I'm super, super simple. I am a makeup artist, but I am also an entrepreneur. I dabble in different things, events, makeup, and so on. Um, Toya is dynamic. Um, she is very, very woman empowered. I am, I would say that I am a go-getter. Nothing, if I want something, there's no way anything would stop me from getting that thing. Um, but like I say, it's what you get on the day. But in essence, I am that person, all-rounded individual. I, I think we got three people in that, in that, um, you know, because you start. <laughs> You started first, and then somebody else came in, and the person right. said, Toya is, and then somebody else came in and said, I am. <laughs> so I guess we got three people, right? <laughs> yes, today we got three people in one, yeah. Three in one. Um, Toya, you, you, were raised, um, you were raised on the island of St. Lucia. You live there today. Um, what was life like growing up as a little girl in St. Lucia? Um, my life was... I wouldn't say easy, but it was hard in a sense that I had to basically learn how to be a woman early in my life, um, learn how to work hard for whatever it is that you want. I started working pretty young. I had my first job at 11, and wow. that's when I learned, yeah, I was working part-time. I used to work in like little shops and so on, summer vacations. Christmas vacations, I would always get a job, whether it be bagging groceries or something. And I really learned the essence of being independent. I had my, I had my first real job at 18. I had my first apartment at 19. So I was very, very much so independent and very strong-willed. And like I told you earlier, nothing would have gotten in the way of me achieving my goals. Why did so you have my why did you my grandma so so young? Um, because you know, life was a little harder. You know, it wasn't very easy for me growing up. I didn't have what you might call a silver spoon. Um, and I believe my mother and my grandmother wanted me to learn the power of work and show me that you know you have to work hard for whatever it is that you want to achieve. Life is not very easy, you know. So I had to work very young and start learning and creating opportunities for myself and learning and meeting people at a very young age you know and as I said I started working at as soon as I left school I started working I graduated in July I started working in August what, what you know as a full-time employee of an organization and then I had my first apartment at 19. Wow what was what, that that is not the norm for um, a lot of a lot of Caribbean, West Indian, small island girls, usually you have this. There's something that is set up for you whereby you have to, after you finish high school, you have to go college, then you have to go probably university. Probably after college, you might start working. But you know, they, they there's always something planned for you. Why did you decide that you were gonna go out and work and even get an apartment? Like I told, like I said, it wasn't very easy. So because of, you know, circumstances, family circumstances, you know, not being able to afford school, I decided to go work. And um, when I first got, when I got my first real job, this is not a part-time, this is like full-time employment. I really saw 
what real hard work was, you know, waking up. I was working at a pod store at Point Surf, and this is where yeah, like the cruise ships come in. Mm -hmm. So my hours were very long, coming in at 7.30 and leaving sometimes 6 in the evening, 7 and I'm 18, 19 years old. You know, I'm now learning. You have to be a woman. I had to be a woman early in life, I feel like, you know, um, because of, you know, family responsibilities and responsibilities on a whole and not having, you know, enough to say, oh, you know what, let me not work and let me go to college. I didn't have that opportunity. Did you feel so, like, did you feel that to, to a certain extent that you probably were cheated of your childhood? Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like that sometimes, you know, and looking back at it. And I, I was telling my partner um, a few days ago, I, I tell him I don't, I did not have a childhood. So sometimes I would act out like a child and he's like, oh, sometimes you talk like a baby or, you know, he says, I'm so fun. Like, I just want to do fun things. Um, I think because I did not have a childhood now, I kind of fought certain things. I act out and I act like a child. <laughs> so it's true. I'm I don't take things too seriously maybe that's a bad thing or a good thing but i always want to play and laugh and make jokes and i think that comes from me not having that part of me not going through that part of my childhood when i hear some of my friends tell me what's well, so why i went to college i went to university um i was in a sorority you know i met this person in school in college i don't know what that is my friends from high school is what i still know i don't have college friends i have high school friends and they are now married with children or whatever. But that part of my life that I felt like was important, I didn't have that. I no. mean, it's good and bad. Mm -hmm. But I feel like me not going to, I, I'm not saying that education is not important. But that period where I did not attend college or I didn't have that experience, I feel like that molded me to become the businesswoman that I am today. Mm. Like I have a lot of street smarts. A lot. I have more street smarts than book smarts. <laughs> I mean, it can work against you in some circumstances, but I'm now learning a lot of book smart things. Mm -hmm. But that part of my life that I didn't have, it it actually molded me to be very, very strong-willed and to go after anything that I wanted. Now, you decided that you wanted to become a makeup artist. Where did that come from? Well, the store was a like it was like a perfumery slash cosmetic store, and they housed a lot of the um, premier brands at the time, which was Iman, Clarence, and some of like like Burberry, Michael Kors, some of these Chanel, some of these what you what we call in the makeup world like those prestige brands. And at the time in the store, my boss said to me, Toya, we need the girl who was doing the makeup counter left. She resigned and they wanted somebody to take over. At that time, I had natural hair. I couldn't care less about makeup and all of that. Like, I really was not into it. And she really pushed me. I could say her name. I always say her name in interviews because she's really one of the people who really drove me to become a makeup artist. She's like, Toya, I think you should do makeup. It will be good for you. It will be good for your confidence. And it will be good for you as an individual. She was very persistent. Every day she came into the store and she was like, you need to do this. You need to do it. Do this until I was like, you know what? 
let's just do it so you will stop asking me every single time you come in the store honestly that's the story so they sent me off to train in barbados you know because cave shepherd at the time was responsible for duty free caribbean mm -hmm. so i was trained on the cave shepherd and then i came back to saint lucia with the training and now i started to like makeup i started to like it and like it and then love it and then mac cosmetics came into saint lucia and they reached out to me and they asked me to come and work in the store i had an interview and everything and then i went to her because i felt like she was like a motherly figure at the time i went to her and i told her what the opportunity was mm -hmm. and she told me to take it wow she told me yeah and and in telling me to take the job she gave me a suitcase of makeup that she had at home with all different things blushes powders foundations lipstick and she said i want you to follow that passion because i see it i want you to become a makeup artist wow okay now i know now I you, know. you decide that you're gonna work for mac or you decide that you're going down that makeup route what did your family have to say my mother wasn't too happy to be honest um at the time when that happened um i was not speaking to my dad if i'm being completely honest so but my mom wasn't too happy she was like why you want to do that like i want you to go back to school i want you to finish your education like why would you want to go and become a makeup artist i'm like mommy i'm going to make this work trust me when i tell you i'm going to make this work this is going to be good for me it, it was like a battle between me and my mom and then finally she gave up and she's like you know what if you're going to do it i have no choice but to support you and i will support you um so in me working at mac things started to they were good at first and then the store closed down wow i know <laughs> yeah. and then the store closed because the store because so I guess, you know, they could not keep up with the other overheads that they had to pay for the store. And it was, I guess, expensive to have the store in St. Lucia, they closed. So I then had to go and look for a job. She was laughing because she's like, you see, I told you, you need to go back to school because look now, you, I got the lecture of my life. I started working at Carib Cable at the time they were known for, and then they became flow. Mm -hmm. um but while working there i was still getting little calls because people still knew i did makeup i did it on the side but mm -hmm. i i wasn't really treating it as a passion i was treating it as a hobby so i was doing it every other weekend i'd get a little gig i'd do people's makeup i wasn't really taking it seriously and then a boss of mine said to me if you stop treating this as a hobby it will become your main source of income wow and then yeah and then i i i left my job i resigned <laughs> and i just came to work and i resigned i mean there were other things going on but i came to work i resigned and i was talking to my partner i said to him i resigned he's like what i was like yeah i resigned and then at this at that point i had no choice but to make makeup work for me and if you know the landscape of these things in St. Lucia, these are not revenue generating jobs, you know? It's the same in Dominica. It's not something 
that at well i guess at the time you started to it would not now because of social media influences all these different things um people are getting more and more into it but when you started no people would wear makeup when they go to a wedding or people care yeah. when they go to a wedding they do their own thing yes people would do their own thing they wouldn't fuss and at the time and when i quit my job at that time that was what was going on people didn't look at a makeup artist as somebody of importance to me i could do my own thing why should i pay somebody to do it and i could excuse me i could do it myself and then i decided to create a market for myself i created a page it was a facebook page and i started advertising my work at the time no one was doing that i got a logo created and i started really posting my work and then i started doing this thing called hands on makeup classes which was 3 years ago i decided to do a workshop to help women learn how to do makeup i tried all different ways to help have people know my brand let people know that toys hair the glamour art brand is here just just being creative with the way that i bring my brand across and that was when i really honestly struggled when i decided to do the hands on makeup class my first class was 3 years 3 maybe 4 years ago um maybe 3 4, four years ago and the first time i decided to do the class i was nervous as hell because i paid for the venue i had to get food alcohol sponsors and it was a sold out event i had 60 something women in a a conference room coming to learn from me and at that point my boyfriend said to me toya like people are really looking up to you as like the makeup artist out of Sinusha and I didn't see it then at that time I was like mean I just said the makeup artist you know I still didn't see it. I still didn't see it yet mm-hmm. until the brand started growing and growing even more so I just started to, I had to create ways for people to see me see my brand so the classes was one of them and my lives is another one i started doing i just said to myself let me come on instagram and do lives and show people how i do my makeup i had no ring lights i had no lighting i had a a lamp that i got from like a, a office supply shop mm-hmm. and i i twisted it i still have it i twisted it so the light focuses on my face Mm-hmm. and it was so dark i'm doing the live and it's so dark i didn't have a tripod i had to put the phone on top of a box and put like towels behind it to hold the phone i didn't have any of that at the time and i said to, to myself you know what i'm going to make this work this is going to work for me my first live had 23 people i will never forget that 23 now i house at least 350 people every tuesday in a live Oh, wow. That was last year. This is so so beautiful. I mean, uh this is truly inspirational for for a lot of a lot of young girls out there who because I find growing up in the Caribbean sometimes you are forced to do academics and go into become the next doctor, lawyer, teacher, police officer whatever it is. And 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 they forget or they don't or I shouldn't say they forget but they don't realize everybody's not born to be a doctor a lawyer or there are, what happens to the artists and what happens to the musicians and what happens and i find like so little emphasis is placed on that and if you didn't have the will and the the will power 
and the moti you, to motivate you and to push yourself, you now have gone to the position that you are today because I'm sure you've gotten a lot of turnbacks and a lot of like, what are you doing? Like, like tell, us, tell us a little bit about, about that. Have you, how much? How much negative feedback have you received since you started your journey as a makeup artist? I, I got lots of negative feedback, especially from people that knew me working. Somebody said to me, because at that time at Flo, I had moved up the ladder pretty quickly. I was the supervisor for sales and marketing for the corporate department. So at that time, I moved up the ladder in like three years very quickly. So everybody was telling me, Toya, why are you leaving such a good job? I was getting paid, to be honest, at at that time, I was like 25. I was making good money. I was like, why are you leaving your job to go into makeup? How, like, how that making sense? Like, you have a stable source of income. You're going to leave that for something that you don't know whether or not it will work. But I felt like it would work for me. It, I felt like it would work for me. I didn't have a, to be honest, I did not have a plan. Usually people have plans. They put things in place. They save their money. I didn't save no money. I had no plan. <laughs> I had no plan. I had saved nothing. And I was going out on a limb because I had somebody, I had people around me who believed in me. And I had the willpower to make this work. I honestly had no plan. But I said, <laughs> I have no choice. This has to work. If it's not working, we're in problems. It has to work. It has to work. What's some of your inspirations? Because you, you, you keep mentioning, you know, the people around you, you know, who, who are some of the people who inspired you? Um, I have lots of people who inspire me. My grandmother is one of the people that I feel like have a lot of footprints in how I am as a, as a woman. My mother, my grandmother, um, they have instilled hard work in me. Um, they taught me how to do a lot of things. I've been told by my my partner and a lot of people that I'm a very good cook and that's because of my grandmother and my mom, you know? So you don't know a man's a man's a man's heart, eh? Okay. If I couldn't cook I problems in this house. If I could not cook, oh Lord, it would be over. <laughs> <laughs> but my grandmother and my mom, um I have people who, well, recently I've gotten a lot of inspiration from people like Princess Belle, who's a St. Lucian, who's doing extremely well in the industry. She's actually in the States and she's doing quite well. She's a celebrity makeup artist, but she's on YouTube. She's quite well known. She's one of my inspirations. I would have to say my partner actually is one of the people that I look up to in terms of how hard he works, you know, for things that he wants, his goals and, you know, him trying to you know, pursue his music career. He's one of the people. My aunt is another person. She's extremely hardworking. I have a lot of strong people around me now. So I would say some of these people, I mean, I don't look, to be honest, I don't look at celebrities as inspirations. I look at people that I can relate to that's close to me as an inspiration to me. And I could reflect on their, their work and their, their hard work to pursue things that I want. What are some That's of the, <laughs> what are some of the challenges that you face in your in your line of work right now in San Lucia? Respect, maybe um, people respecting the craft and not treating it like it's some sort of hobby. 
I mean, oh, I will furniture. Yeah, exactly. And want to come and um lowball your prices. I mean, everything that I have, I have to pay for it. For example, this powder is thirty something US dollars. Just this. 30 something US, you cannot lowball. If my price is there, there's a reason for my price being that way. You know, I have to buy products. I have to buy my lights. If my if a light burn, I have to go get it. I have to get things done. I have to fuel the vehicle that I use. You know, I have to pay myself and upkeep everything that I have. There's no reason why you want to lowball my price. And people believe because you have products, you could do it for free. I cannot go to the electricity services in St. Lucia and tell them that I could pay you with a foundation bottle. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> I have to put up my money or else we're gonna cut the bill. Same with water and any other services we have. So I feel like the same way people respect doctors and lawyers, they need to start respecting the unconventional forms of work, like artists, makeup artists, hairdressers. These people are hardworking people. They work hard, they do a lot of things. Their hours sometimes are more grueling and longer than people who work in an office. I'm not discrediting people who go to school, get their education and go work in an office. I'm not, or a doctor or lawyer or nurse or whatever the case is, but I just would like people to respect other people who who choose to go in a different path. I chose to become a makeup artist and I treat my profession as I'm very professional. I'm very professional when it comes to my, my profession because I believe that I want people to respect it just the same. So that's just, I feel like, an, an issue right now that I'm having. People not seeing it as, as a, a, as a something that's respected. You know what I mean? Like a respected job. It is a respectable job. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't look good. Hey. So, I mean, <laughs> hello. So, <laughs> I'm responsible for all the likes on your Instagram page and your, your Facebook page because I enhanced your natural beauty. So, I mean, do, do you ever do you ever think of probably pursuing um probably going back to school to do public cosmetology or or, or to get certified? Um, I am certified actually during my process of you know pursuing makeup and I had to get certified. Mm -hmm. So tell us did so tell us okay. and it was it was online. It was an online program, and I was actually certified from Mac already. But then I wanted to brush up on my my to work at Mac. You have to be certified. So yeah. they put you, they put you through training before the store opens. They call it one on one training, and then you get trained like every three months in working in the organization. Mm -hmm. So there are different tiers to your certification: level one, level two, level three, level four, level five, level six. I think the highest level I think is seven, seven. or eight. I if I remember clearly. Beg your pardon. I think it's seven. If I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yes, seven. So you have to, you always get trained every time a new product comes out, or if you want to work in a different store, if you want to specialize in something, you have to get certified to another level. Okay. So, so you've you've done training online, of course, to to ensure that you perfect your craft, to put out, you know, because everybody they always want to see a paper. She went to school for that. What's wrong with them? 
<laughs> they always want to see a paper. They want you to put it on the wall, you know, for them for them to see. Now, you are very, very active on social media. As you mentioned earlier, you have a live every Tuesday where you do different looks, um, whether it's carnival, whether it's day look, whether it's evening, if there's an event going on. And I think that is, that is a, a very savvy way of promoting yourself, promoting your products from here because then it gives ideas, right? How, how, how has this actually benefited your empire? Um, because of the live, my following has grown, my followers have grown. When I started my live, I was probably at 4,000 followers. Um, I'm now up 10K, mm -hmm. and that's from last year. Um, because of the live, I've gotten multiple endorsements from Quartz Optical. Um, well, now I just got one from Excellent Stores, and then I have one with Flo St. Lucia Telecoms. My old, my old company gave me an endorsement. That is the funniest thing ever. But um, yes, yeah, so because of the lives, I was able to get those endorsements. And because of that too, my classes have grown significantly. The last time I had a class, I had like 230 something people in the class, which was like my biggest number yet. Yeah. So because of that, and just my, the, pop, the popularity of the life has grown. Like I said, I started from 23 to 3 something. Tuesday, we had 370. Wow. people in the line you know yeah, so I, I, that I, I, it a bit. I, I don't know if you saw when i hopped on <laughs> i was on oh, i didn't see i didn't see i didn't when, <laughs> when i hopped on you actually doing you know that green that you that was on the that's where oh, the glitter the glitter yeah, yeah. That's how you and then you were saying, I have to put something in the corner to, to make it pop. <laughs> that when I hopped on, that was exactly what was what was going on. I do from time to time. 